everyone, and welcome to another episode of 1923 Main Street. Home of the Disney Travel Podcast with the latest Disney travel news. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellabratic. And I'm Amelia Bellabratic. And today, top picks for the best possible summer vacation, changes coming to downtown Disney, and Disney florals and gifts is shutting down. Yeah, so let's start with our summer guide and then we'll get into the news towards the end. Just a little bit of light news, but some things you want to know, but hey... It's June now, so if you have a Walt Disney World summer vacation coming Come up... Less than two months away. And this is our Walt Disney World Summer Guide. Now, our Walt Disney World Summer Guide includes our top picks for the best of summer at the most magical place on Earth because we go every summer. So we've learned a few things over the years, and we're going to share with you our top picks and best advice Yes, there's heat, rain, and other things that come in the summer. And I want to address that right up front. What's true? What's a myth? And what should you know to make your summer stay a little bit more fun? What's true about those things? Well, it does rain almost every day in the summer. Usually in the afternoon from, say, I don't know, any time between... Ever and ever. Yeah, 2 and 7 p.m. So plan around that. Yeah, now that doesn't mean that you necessarily have to pack you know, several ponchos and several umbrellas and ra- juice. But if you know it's going to rain in the afternoon, maybe you don't book yeah, for three o'clock. activities. Just bear in mind, or if you do book them, you will pre-know, hey, things might happen. Yeah. So it's not like upsetting your entire Disney vacation in the summer. That is one of the downfalls of summer. On the other hand, if you don't mind the water... Everyone else leaves, and you can head over to the indoor rides with probably shorter wait times. It is an excellent time to be in the parks. It's so funny to watch rain come and people flood out of the parks. As if it doesn't happen every single day. So use it to your advantage. Now, there's one thing I want to address because I always see posts on social media and some of the chat boards about the heat and stuff. And people, (laughs) some posts I've seen approach it. uh, I I remember reading these thinking, you're not going to the desert where you're going to be in the middle of nowhere for a week with no water. There's people saying, do I need to bring electrolytes and how much water should I pack? People, you're going to Disney World. It's Florida in the summer. Heck, it's just as hot here in the Toronto, Canada area. It's just area less humid. In the summer. It's the only thing. So sure, you're going to need water and, and all those sorts of things, but don't pack as if you're being dropped in the middle of a desert somewhere. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, Disney has, you can buy water bottles. They give you free water at quick service locations. There's water fountains all over the park. <laughs> you're less than 20 steps from an air-conditioned, you know, shop pretty much anywhere in any park or resort at any time. So use common sense is what I'm saying. Don't freak out about buying, you know, electrolyte drinks. And, you know, you're not packing to go on a desert trek for a week where there's no civilization. You're going to Disney World. You can get ice cold water for free, like Amelia said, at any quick service. There's fountains, although those are not the greatest because <laughs> it's warm and hot in the yeah. summer. But I mean, if you just want if you just want something thirst quenching after a meal, they're there. They're readily available. You're not going to die of thirst. If by electrolyte drinks you mean Gatorade, like go for it. But you're not going to die without. No, it. I've seen people like well, all these special packaged things they're buying that I've never even heard of. You know, not brands you've ever just weird things. And I'm think reading this stuff saying just drink water and go in the AC. <laughs> It's no different than hot anywhere else. Unless you're training for the Disney Marathon days, I think you can probably give those a rest. Yeah, so you know what? Just To each their own. 
It's hot, yes. It's Florida in the summer, yes. But you are not in the middle of a desert where there's nothing around. We, on our summer trips, make it a point that when we're walking from place to place, we cut through every store we see. You get a little AC cooling. We don't stop and shop. We just get a cold blast. Haunted Mansion's great because that cool chills part feels really good in the summer. I personally attempt to acclimatize when I'm at home, but you know, there's no scientific evidence behind that. So I don't know if that works. Yes. So there's heat and there's rain, but you know what? You know, they're there. They're nothing outrageously unusual. It's heat and rain. So air conditioning, regular old water or Gatorade, if you like, and uh, plan around the rain. So What are our top picks for things to do in the summer? Well, these are our favorites, and we're going to share them with you. Obviously, right now, Typhoon Lagoon is the only water park open. But it's the best one anyways, Mm, so pop over there. I'm a Blizzard Beach fan, personally, because I like the thrills of Summit Plummet, but hey. The only good thing about Blizzard Beach is its kitty area, and once you've hit 48 inches, you've maxed it out. You don't like the extreme Summit Plummet? So that is about one minute after a two-hour line. Not even one minute, it's like 10 seconds. In in the sun. (laughs) But it's the most scary ride at Walt Disney World. So anyway, Typhoon Lagoon, definitely hit a water park while you're there in the summer. But get there early. It's just like a park. If you get there when it opens, it won't be crowded. You can do a lot of stuff. You don't have to stay all day because it'll be hot. Or you can rent a cabana if you want to and have a private cabana. I like doing Typhoon Lagoon extremes either way. H2O glow nights are fun, I think. And also going super early in the morning for surfing. Also a fun idea. Going there in the middle of the day. A little bit less yeah. my speed. Don't do that. But I mean, you still can. It, it's just a little bit it's more, just crowded. more crowded. So if you're yeah. going to do the water park, it won't be as hot first thing in the morning. It won't be as crowded first thing in the morning. So just get up and go. Get there at 9 a.m. or whenever it opens when you're there and enjoy the water park. Now, if you don't want to get wet, another one of our favorites for the summer is horseback riding at Fort Wilderness. This is such a nice little trail ride. A lot of people don't know this exists. Oh, it's pretty quiet. It's pretty chill. Very removed from, you know, the magic and eccentric and loudness of Disney World. It's honestly, Magic Kingdom is probably not even visible for the majority of this ride, but it's no, very nice. Nowhere near visible. It's pretty deep inside Fort Wilderness. The scenery is nice walking through the forest and the horses are very well behaved yeah. as well. You know what I would say? For the do, most part. You know, do this one earlier if you can. You check in near the front entrance to Fort Wilderness at the Tricircle D Ranch. That's where the horses are kept. Now, little fun fact for anyone listening, the lockers that are at that area where you put your stuff for your trail ride are the actual lockers that were at River Country. So if you were at River Country back in the day, you may have used one of these exact lockers. They are now the lockers at the trail ride area of Fort Wilderness, and it's a lot of fun. It goes through the pine trees. It's very sheltered and shaded. Not that long, half hour, 45 minutes, whatever it is. But it's a really nice thing to do on a hot summer day when you're shaded. Next up, we have to have at least one ride on this list. And what better to do in Disney World than a water ride? So Cali River Rapids. Yeah, you don't have a lot of choice right now for water rides, but... I still prefer Cali River Rapids on a super hot day over Splash Mountain, a.k.a. Tiana's Bayou Adventure in the future because you do get a little bit more splashy, right? It's a little bit more immersive in the water when you're swishing and swooshing down the waterway, Mm. I think. The lineup is also a lot cooler than the Splash Tiana ride is at the moment. So that's like it's a longer cooling experience, although the line does get quite long. 
And don't forget, at the end of the ride, you can splash other guests who've splashed you by pressing the little button on the bridge. <laughs> Please forget, at the end of the ride, you can splash other guests that have splashed you. <laughs> that activates you. the water gun, so you can t- <laughs> you can have some fun soaking people. If you got soaked, pay it backward. Please don't. All right, if you want to get a little active on your trip. Yes, this one I love, and we need to do this again. This is foot golf at the Golden Oak Golf Course. Yes, foot golf is so much fun. It's basically golf with the soccer ball. The hole is, you know, the size equal distant for a soccer ball. So from the pin to one edge, a soccer ball will fit in there tightly. They, it's a nine-hole course. Now, I'm the reigning champion. The only thing is they don't do it every day, and they don't have morning slots. So this one is subject to weather. Oh, yeah. So there was one time we played through the rain when, you know, it started spitting. It wasn't a torrential thunderstorm, so well. we were allowed to stay on the course. It did get pretty heavy. That's the only reason you won because, okay. you know, I was distracted by the rain. It didn't rain for the whole thing. It started halfway through. The other one, there was thunder and lightning. Another time we tried it most recently, so we didn't even bother going out. But give it a shot. It's super fun. It's a short walk from the Polynesian Resort, or you can take a free shuttle. They give you free rides to the clubhouses if you're golfing at Walt Disney World. So definitely check out foot golf. It's a lot of fun. And next off, one we do often as well, outdoor patio dining at the Boathouse. Yeah, there's not a ton of great outdoor table service restaurants, but regardless of that, our absolute favorite, we go here just about every single trip, including in the summer. The boathouse. Now, the inside, they do offer inside dining as well, although we find it gets a little bit crowded and the volume level gets very loud. Of noise, yeah. It's very loud. So, outside, they have a nice little wraparound patio. I find the tables are often a little more private because there's only like one and then you get a nice view of the water right beside you and then there's one behind you, one in front of you, all in the line. So, I find it's like a little bit more private and usually the weather's nice because it's covered as well. So, I... I really enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, it's up. perfect because it's an outdoor sort of covered veranda. There is more seating out in the bar area. That's more exposed out on the water. But we love the wraparound veranda because it is covered. So if it does rain, you're still covered. But you are out in the open air. You watch mm-hmm. the Amphicars go by, Saratoga Springs Resort across the water. And they have all sorts of tables, six, two, four, a variety. So pretty much any party size can go. And then at night, now we are missing the Grand One yacht. It has not returned to the Grand Floridian. I really hope it does. Really hope it does. But in lieu of that, you can also book a private fireworks cruise. Now, this is on the pontoon boat. This is not the dessert party. You can book a private fireworks cruise. So this is for up to 10 people. It starts at $400 and you go out. So you're like for us, if there's only three of us, then we'd have the whole boat to ourselves. So... That is a good option. You can do it at both Magic Kingdom and at Epcot. I prefer Epcot because I'll tell you why. Amelia's giving me a grimace. I never thought I'd hear you say those words. Yeah, well, I don't prefer Epcot the part. I prefer Epcot for this because when you do the fireworks cruise at the anywhere on Devon Seas Lagoon, you're on the water and you can't actually, you're not right up against the fireworks, right? You see them in the sky, but you certainly can't see the castle or anything else. When you do the fireworks cruise at Epcot, where you board at the Boardwalk, Yacht Club, Beach Club generally, they take you on the waterway right into the same waterway where the fireworks are happening on the World Showcase Lagoon. So you see everything, right? You're right on the water with them as opposed to being on Seven Seas Lagoon and they're at Cinderella Castle where you only see what's in the sky. So you get the entire view 
It's, you know, about maybe an hour and a half or something, the whole thing. Yeah. You got to get there a little early. They take you out a little cruise. It's quite nice. There's, there's you know, drinks and snacks on the boat as well. Yeah, no, that's cool and all. However, as someone who doesn't want to watch the Epcot fireworks, I can never imagine you doing that. Well, it's just but... a nice thing to do. You know why in the hot summer, when it cools down late afternoon into the evening, it's just nice to be out on the water. That's why yeah. I like these as a summer thing, not something I do in March or December, personally. Mm-hmm. If you enjoyed the Epcot fireworks, though, I definitely recommend it. It's a great view, and it's pretty. It's pretty cool, yeah, anyways. Even can't without fireworks. I remember if I said the price. It's around. It starts around four hundred dollars. So you know, it's not cheap, but it is your own VIP. It's cheap compared to the Grand One Yacht, which is eighteen hundred, two thousand dollars. Oh wow! <laughs> so yeah, uh, no, hopefully much that cheaper. comes back. And then remember, my final tip is when you're visiting the parks, travel light in the summer, people. Like I said, you can get water and snacks and everything everywhere, and skip the ponchos. This is a great debate. Here's my theory. If it's going to pour to rain, it's hot always. So you put on a poncho and you're like putting yourself in a microwave oven. Hot, sticky, sweaty, and wet under a poncho. You Just leave it off. They're also not that effective. And just wear like quick dry shorts. Exactly. Most, 99% of the people I see at Disney World nowadays have like Lululemon shorts and tank tops anyways, but get quick dry shorts, get quick dry tank tops. Don't have to be brand name. You just want something that's not going to hold on to water for hours. Yeah. So I travel light. I have nothing but what's in my pockets. And you know what? I get wet and I'm literally dry in half an hour. So we started paying attention to this. Yeah. I've uh, timed it. Sir, sure, it's a little cold when you go in the store and you're wet. <laughs> you're oh no, cold in the Florida. Yeah. In the Florida in the summer. Oh no. All right. So those are our tips for your summer vacation. Share your tips with us on social media. Very quickly, Disney Floron Gifts is shutting down. Just another cost-cutting adventure for Disney. So as of August 27th, this is where you could pre-order flowers and things to your room. You can't do that anymore through Disney. They're going to have a third party that they'll let you do it through that'll have hotel access. And then finally, Disneyland is making some changes to downtown Disney. So Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen is now called the Jazz Kitchen Coastal Grill and Patio. And Mm. there's a Beignet Express there as well. (gasps) Beignets love that. And their new Clyde's Hot Chicken, which is a new food cart near the Disneyland monorail station. This serves Nashville hot chicken on a stick. I'd want to try that. Yeah. Oh, definitely you Because they say, if you want the heat, Disney says try the hottest Cali. Yeah, so this is available in three heat levels. Yeah, but it's Cayenne and Habanero. Neither of those are super hot, so I don't think they're going extreme. But heck, I'll give it a try and I'll let you know. And then finally, I like when they do cool things like this. Yes, the courtyard next to Splitsville Luxury Lanes is being transformed into a new space called Disney The Alley with interactive games, live music, lounge areas, and seats for dining so you can relax, play games, and enjoy all of the food and beverages offered in Splitsville. Yeah, so full details will be in our show notes and in our blog post. So check that out. Follow along on social media at 1923 Main Street. Let us know what your plans are for Walt Disney World this summer or Disneyland, where it's not quite as hot. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. As always, we will see you again next week and have a magical day. Bye-bye.